It's time for the wonderful world of Mr. Rosser with your host, B. Rosser. It's time to get in deep with current events, local, national, and global sports, entertainment, lifestyle, mental health, fitness, education, and relationships. Feel free to follow Mr. Rosser on Facebook at the Wonderful World of Mr. Rosser Podcast, Twitter at the WWMR, Snapchat, Rosser, R O S S A 843, hashtag WWMR, hashtag We Gone Talk. And now, let's Step into the wonderful world of Mr. Rosser. Yo, yo, what's going on, family? I am he, he is me, and you heard the intro. It's the wonderful world of Mr. Rosser. Hashtag WWMR, hashtag we gonna talk. Y'all know what it is, man. And, um, you know, this episode, I'm going to call this like the first part of the DJ edition because, you know, I'm cool and fam with a whole lot of DJs out here. You know, we like real fam out here, you know, and I fuck with these boys hard, man. And, you know, they they in touch with the music side of things and the real real life side of things. And, you know, they could give us a, a good in-depth look at like, like, how it is on that other side and shit, man. And you know, this been a little long time coming. This the man, you know, since y'all really do listen to the episodes, y'all hear him on the outro. He's the man who do the drops for the outro and everything and shit, man. So, you know, when, without further ado, this my dog, you know, this my fam, been some years and shit, man. Jizzle, man, tell them, introduce yourself and tell them, boy, what's up, man? Man, what did it do with the motherfucking businesses, man? I am the ambassador of the trap, DJ Sean John, aka the Carolina Hustle Man, aka the motherfucking voice block, voice box of SC. What God. the motherfucking business is? Goddamn jizzle, but finally got you on here. Y'all give him a standing ovation, goddamn it. You know what I'm saying? Get that man a standing ovation. You know, finally got the motherfucker on the goddamn podcast. You know, how this thing going. He's one of the Word, reasons man. why it is one of the hottest yeah, things going. You know what I'm saying? So shit, man. You know what's good, Bubba, man. You know Word. we got things to talk about. You know, but like, like I said, you done introduce yourself, man. So you know, let everybody know. You know where you're from. You know all that stuff and everything. Well, you already know what it is. I am Sean Jizzle. That who I be. Rip. Coming from Holly Hill, South Carolina, you know what I'm saying? Been in this game since about my, I can honestly say my career roughly be, began like somewhere along the lines of 2005, 2006. You know what I'm saying? I've been out here a long time, and you know what I'm saying? It's a blessing to still be here. I've seen a whole lot of shit, and lived through a whole lot of shit, and been a part of some epic situations, some legendary nightclubs. If you partied anywhere between Holly Hill to Charleston, all the way back up I-26 to Columbia, 9,010, you've been a part of John John's situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you've been putting in that work, y'all, for real, for real. For real. You know what I'm saying? I've been knowing this man for a good Hot ten years, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah. how you did? We definitely somehow, somehow, some way, we gotta bring Kamara's back to a reunion party or something. Hell yeah, man! Like, motherfuckers don't know, man. Kikamari's been that shit, dog. <laughs> Cause yeah, Kikamari's. I'm trying to that. tell you, man. Like one of. Nah, go ahead. Go one ahead. Go one ahead. of the biggest Wednesday nights. One of the biggest Wednesday nights in Charleston. No motherfucking cap. And if somebody tell you otherwise, they a motherfucking lie. 
Goddamn right, man. Hell yeah, man. So shit, man. Like, what made what what? Uh, you know, obviously you got the love for music and shit. But like, what made you want to be a DJ though? Um. Well, shit. To be real with you, man. Like, what kind of got me in it? I always kind of been around it at a young age. Um, my cousin, he actually used to be a DJ back in the day. Like when I was much younger, like five or six. You know what I'm saying? I, I remember being around, you know, never really actually been to, like, a party he did, but, like, always been around, like, the equipment, whether it been set up in his room or sometimes he used to set up outside in the yard. Like, you know, we from the country, so it's like, ain't really no rules. You can do shit like that, hook some speakers up and play them bitches loud as you want. So, like, in some kind of capacity, i always been around it. You know what I'm saying? So always kind of like had a real early love for it, even down to like, shit, back in the day, my mom Dukes was a bartender. Um, she used to bartend to this spot in Holly Hill. Like some of the old heads might remember it that some of the listeners out there, but used to be a spot in Holly Hill called MP's um, Restaurant and Lounge. And um, they used to do a whole lot of, do a whole lot of shit. It was a normal nightclub, like restaurant slash lounge type thing, but they used to bring stars and I'm talking about this is like early late late 80s early 90s type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I actually got pictures of me. I can't remember his real name, but the nigga that pay, that played stab on um, House Party or Part of Full Force. Yeah. I got a picture with him at at like fucking. I might have been like six or seven years old type shit. So like I've always been kind of like exposed to the shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. Once I got out of high school. Um, my mom used to run a, a video store, and during that time, like this is like, this is probably like ninety nine, two thousand, something like that. Hell, I I started, I like to keep it funky. I started bootlegging CDs. I was selling CDs out the damn video store. You know, what I, mean? <laughs> like, Hell yeah. I had I had I had access to all the music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, it was one of them things. Like, damn, you know what? I probably could do this shit because, like, you know, one thing for sure, hell, half the battle won. won you know what I'm saying? I had DJs come to get their music from me because, you know, this is during the time where people were starting to transition from playing playing CDs, DJing, you know what I'm saying? And, like, you still had people that was using vinyl, but this is around the time when they started making the CDJs and the stuff that you yeah. could actually DJ off of a, a CD, you know what I'm saying? So it was just one of the things, like, I'm at, I was like, shit, let me get some equipment. You know what I'm saying? And it, it kind of like just grew legs from there. And I just fat it, kept at it, linked up the, the right people. And shit, 15 years later, you know what I'm saying? I done built a legacy on my own. Right. So how long did so how long did it take for you to realize, like, you was actually, like, you know, people say they be DJing and shit. Like, niggas fuck around and be doing, like, people's like birthday parties and shit you know just on the fly and humbug and shit but like when did you know you was really like dope and good at that shit to where it's like oh i'm about to make hella bread off this shit like this is what i'm about to do i mean i can honestly say like probably one of the the earliest times me was probably the first time i heard my voice on the radio and i mean it was just for a commercial but just like I almost look at it the equivalent of like how a person was song and they got played on the radio for the first time or like to actually hear my voice on the radio 
talking about a party. You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew that I was on the right path at that point. And, and you know, over time, all the money was going to come. Between that and, like, you know, being able to do, be a part of major shows, you know what I'm saying? Like, just being able to, like, to know that, like, you know, I almost say on some, like, on some Soldier Boy shit, you know, like, it's a lot of, it's a lot of artists that we done brought brought down over the years that shit in so many ways, like, I was the first person to DJ for them in the state of South Carolina, you know what I'm saying? Like, before they got hot type shit, like, yeah. I always kind of, like, look at that shit as, like, a major a major accomplishment too, like I mean that that is, that is a major things, accomplishment, like, you know what I'm saying? Whether no matter how anybody else might look at it, that's like a big deal. Like, yo, we the first before these motherfuckers was who we all know them as as now. You know, you was DJing for them like in parties when ain't nobody really knew who they was. They had fuck with a little bit of them boy music, but they ain't really know who the fuck they was gonna become and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, exactly, you know what I'm saying, so, you know, really shit like that, you know what I'm saying, like, I mean, and especially, yeah, probably most know. definitely to the, the point to where, world. when I got to that point to where I was making more a night than I was making a week at my regular job, that definitely was a sign, you know what I'm saying, because I mean, to keep it all the way funky, man, shit, like, I used to work for a construction company back in um oh nine. I actually quit in twenty ten. So like I actually just got my first job since then in twenty nineteen. So literally and I to be real with you, money wasn't an issue. It just was like, you know, I'm getting older. Like you gotta be smart about shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you gotta have your ducks I, in I, the I room. Be able to lose. Yeah, you know, I wanna be able to leave something behind. Social Security and all that extra shit, you know what I'm saying? So I was just like, fuck it. Like, I still do what I do and go back to work. But, like, literally what I'm thankful for is to know that, man, I I was able to support my family for 10-plus years with two turntables and a motherfucking microphone. God damn. Hell yeah. Like that's it, like yo, just hearing that shit, man. That shit dope as shit, cause you know, you know, I fuck with music heavy. I love music and shit, and it's like you know, I don't, you know, I've seen you multiple times, like, like, you know, like you'll see a DJ playing, they spinning and shit, right? But you could tell, right? Once they in that, sh- like when y- when y'all get in that fucking groove, you know what I'm saying? Like you, cool, fucking damn tan. Like all y'all boy man, like I I've seen y'all when y'all boy like y'all zoned out, y'all ain't hearing shit that going on except for your hands in the music, and y'all just like oh, I know what I'm about to do next at this certain second of this track when this beat drop and it's, like that's just an art man. Like people don't realize that shit. Like DJing is a fucking beautiful ass art man because. You like if you really love music and you listen to a DJ, like when they mixing, like if that shit is off just by a little bit, that shit kind of like fucks up the groove. You know what I'm saying? So when oh, y'all yeah. when y'all boy be mixing this shit, and and I mean I'm talking about after we done, I don't brought you about 
fucking five shots and shit because I'm feeling good when I don't walk in the club and shit. Like, Jizzle, you want something? Like, yeah, just bring me one. I'm bringing five. Like, nigga, let's get it. Like, you know, and you still in your shit. Like, you know, that shit was, that shit's love, man. Like, that, that, that's like, like, I wish I could have did some shit like that, but, you know, I just love listening to it. You know what I'm saying? That's how I appreciate that shit like that, man. But word, man, like, like, People don't understand, man. Like, nigga, like you just said, you supported your family for a decade and some change just off of two turntables and a mic, nigga. Like, that's just so fucking dope, yeah, dog. That's yeah, that's shit real, man. Like, dog, listen, like, and you know, like, that's how you, man, like, even now, and I mean, you know, I ain't gonna keep, I ain't gonna lie, like, is I've been saying for a minute that I want to go start start going back out and listening to other people. Like I I used to do it, but you know, I mean, especially since the pandemic happened and shit like that. Like real talk, like the closest I'm getting going to a club is if I'm DJing. But if I'm not DJing, I ain't going to, going to one. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like some people. You could you could go listen to a motherfucker and tell you could tell when they, you could tell when a person doing something just to do it, and you could tell when a person doing that shit doing shit they really truly love, man. Like, yeah, you know, ain't ain't too many cats out there that I vibe with musically. You know what I'm saying? But the ones that do, they know it, and they know it because they dope. You know what I'm saying? Like can't take nothing from them. Goddamn, cool Uncle Yak, like. Yeah, 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 man. And see, like I hold you, like, you know I hold like, you up like there with Yak, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just because me coming yeah, from the Charleston yeah. side of shit, you know, and you was coming from the country side of shit, you know what I'm saying? It's like I didn't really know you at first. I had no Yak. All I knew yeah. was Yak. Like, if anybody said anybody else's name, but cool. I ain't really give a fuck, you know. But then I got to know Tant and them boy. But then once I met Spence and them boy, you know what I'm saying, started fucking with them boy heavy. And then you got in the mix with them boy, and then I met you, and then I saw how you been mixing. I said, oh, shit, just was doing this thing. And then next thing I know, like, like, I'm like, wait a minute. I've always, I always hear this nigga voice, and you're like, then I realized, oh, this is the nigga who be doing everybody commercials and shit. And then... You was doing mixtapes right. for a good minute, and then it was like, yeah, I fuck with this nigga, like, you know what I'm saying? And then we actually fuck with each other, like, I be coming in, like, if you just get in there, it's like, oh, man, let me grab some of your shit, you know what I'm saying? Let me let me help you get your shit in the club. Like, you know, that's the type of shit it been, right. you know, right. and it's just like, yo, I, I respected you enough. I mean, I still respect you, because, you know, we family, shit. But, you know, I respected you enough when I just get to know you, because I seen your love for the music. And then it was just like, oh man! And then like, like through y'all boy, like I don't met motherfucking people I probably would have never met just on a regular day. You know what I'm saying? Being at the club with y'all motherfuckers and shit, like, <laughs> like I'm talking about like people don't realize like how many people like you done played for and spun for and shit, and then off a byproduct of that, like just. Hey, how you doing? What's going on? You know, like, I'm whoever. And it's just like, oh, shit, what's up? And it's like, damn, I think about the list of names, nigga, like rappers and fucking video vixens, I guess that's what you call them or whatever and shit. 
And then YouTube chicks and all kind of shit. Man, I met so many people because of y'all, boy, man. I ain't got no choice but to, like, appreciate and respect y'all's level of, you know, of the art form. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just, it's just love, man. Like, for real, for real, man. Like, you know, anybody who, yeah, man, I, I, who, who don't appreciate I definitely- the DJs, just like, man, fuck them. <laughs> Word, big facts. Goddamn shit. You know, I, I got to really give big big up to goddamn Shrimp and Spence. Between Shrimp and Spence and goddamn Big June of Up Against the Wall, like, yeah. they part of the reason why Sean John's a household name. You know what I'm saying? No matter where you go. Like I said, from one from one end of I-26 to the other. You know what I'm saying? Like, much respect to them boys. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, several situations over time, they put me in they definitely put me in a position where I could provide for my family. And hey, shit, hey, I ain't yeah. alive, nigga, and dead. I'm a dead to them boys for that shit. That's because real, cause you got to think, like, these niggas was doing real big shit with the parties and the clubs and shit. And, like, you have to really, you can't just bring nobody in there because, one, you got to play for the crowd. Two, you got to play for the artists when the artists get there. And then after the art is done, you still got to play for the crowd again. So you got to keep everything rolling, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you really got to trust who you got up there, you know, controlling the music, man. And, like, man, that's that's real shit, man. And it's, that's crazy, man. That's going to segue into go No, go ahead, Bubba. I was about to say it's really on some maestro shit because, like, you know, like, at the end of the day, like, you know, one thing I can honestly say, my stumping grounds, like, really laid the path for what my career was and is that motherfucking tunnel. Anybody who, <laughs> anybody that listens to me, if, if you's a fan of me or you's a fan of B. Roster, if you, put it like this, if you if you've been anywhere else, in the 843 or the 803, if you've been to the tunnel at any point in your life, you had a good motherfucking life. Hell like, man, listen. at the end of the day, what y'all experiencing, what, what, what niggas experiencing now in that club shit, nothing compares to what the fucking tunnel was. Fuck no. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Like, you, the, I'm, you know I'm the closest, you know the closest look, thing I'm, I'm, to the tunnel? The only thing, and, and and it's still related to the tunnel, was fucking Bada Bing, man. Like, that's the only thing I could even put on the level of the tunnel. But the tunnel man, was listen, just different, though. Listen, though. Bada. The tu- yeah, like, Bada, you know, Bada Bing was the, was the, was, was a child of the tunnel. You know, like, yeah. despite the fact that I've been in the, that, that I've been in the mix all that time. I never got the opportunity to DJ about a bit. That's the crazy shit. And I just thought about that before you even said that, right? Because I was just thinking about it. I was about to say, wait, hold on, wait. I don't think Jizzle was ever in Bada Bing. Yeah, I never got an opportunity to DJ about a bang because, you know, of course, what happened out there happened. But yeah. before that, it was one of the things where, hell, Bada Bing used to be open while the tunnel would be open on the weekends. And I had to be to the tunnel. So that's why. Part of the reason why I never got the chance to be there. And then the other side to that was, you know, they had rock during the week. 
but shit, them boy had rocked the five six in the morning, and I had a regular job. So yeah, that shit would never could work. Like it, 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 we was actually trying to make it happen before the bullshit happened, but it never got a chance to happen. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't gonna lie, I don't regret shit. But if anything, I do wish I had an opportunity to do. I wish I had an opportunity to, to, to rock that bitch one time. Cause like my nigga, like just like how, just like how right now we reminisce about the tunnel. And I'm pretty sure over time you done had conversations where you talk about throwback clubs and clubs you used to be in all the time and shit like that. Like, people talk about that tunnel, but people talk about that goddamn bang like a mom. Man, man, listen, nigga. Stories like, like I'm going to tell you, my nigga, like, yo, I was locked up when um when uh, Shrimp and Spencer and them boy opened the shit, right? So I lock up. I call home. Like, them boy used to go to my grandmama's house in the yard and wait for me to call. I used to call every Wednesday. I used to be like, hey, man, what's going on? I'm going be like, hey, man, hey, Shrimp and Spence say you script when you come home, man. Them boy opened the script club in Lansing. I'm like, nigga, what? They're like, yeah, they opened the strip club in Lansing. I'm like, them boy ain't open no fucking script club. Man, nigga, they say you script when you come home. I'm like, all right, whatever, cool. I don't want to hear about this shit. So I would be calling home, and these niggas would be like on the way to Bada. And like, these niggas sound like, I'm talking about grown ass man, Jizzle. Sound like fucking little kids going to Disney World, nigga. Like I'm talking about these yeah. niggas. These niggas hey, was ecstatic, nigga, ecstatic, nigga. Some of those spots, some of those spots was on Disney World, man. It like was, that's real shit. But listen, <laughs> let me tell you about the first night I've been in Bada, bro. I'm gonna talk about the first time I went to the tunnel too. But um, sure. the first time I went in Bada, so I get I nigga I got out like matter of fact I got all the, I got out of jail on a Wednesday now so nigga it's a Wednesday afternoon you I ain't thinking nothing going on matter of fact um Chris at Good Times was having the um the Z ninety three poetry nights had his shit and all kind of shit so I get home these niggas had the car outside and the and the guards had the keys for me waiting so I get in the car I done drove home. You know, my granny happy to see me and shit. You know, Law and Moon don't roll on me. They These niggas walk to the crib, nigga. Like, yo, you ready, nigga? I'm like, ready? They're like, yeah, man, we gonna go to Chris spot the goody. I'm like, ah, oh, that's goody. I'm cool. They're like, nah, nah, you good, nigga. Come on. So, boom, you know, get fresh or whatever. And, you know, been locked up. So, I ain't used to driving at night for a while. The lights bother my eyes. I made Law drive, right? So, boom, we get the, we get the goody. Chris pull out the fine china, his old cheap ass. He pull out some nice-ass glasses and shit. We drinking out the nice glasses, listening to poetry. It's a good vibe and shit. So I see Moon and Law looking at me, smirking. I'm like, man, what the fuck y'all boys smiling for and shit, man? Them boy talk about some, um, hey, nigga, you ready? I'm like, I ready for what? Nigga, we having a good time. We got women around us and shit. Nigga, we good. Nigga, you know, because you know poetry nights, we having gal out there and shit. I'm thinking, this is it. These niggas like, nah, man. We go in the bottom. Boom, we get the bottom, dog. So outside, you know, everything good. You know, sin ain't, I ain't no sin. White boy sin, you know, nigga ain't want to let me in and shit. I'm like, nigga, you better get the fuck out my face, dog. We cool to this day. Shout out sin. But um, Big Duke was like, oh, little Big Baba. Bless up. Miss you, Duke. Um, Duke was like, oh, Big Baba, come on in, come on in. He grabbed me, hugged me and shit, threw me through the door. Sarita been at the booth up. Sitting in the booth, it was like sitting high in the wall. So the window was up high. So you had to, you know, reach your hand up the pair and shit. So these niggas was like, man, you ready? Because you had to walk in the door and it was like a hallway. 
And then you walk through another door. Let me hurry with the story. So, boom, I walk through the next door. And you know how on Belly when fucking damn Nas and DMX and them boy had walked in the club and everything was like black and white and shit. And it was like glowing and shit. Like, nigga, yeah, yeah. this shit was just like that, dog, on a Wednesday. B-Lord was DJing. They had balloons everywhere. There was already scrippers getting busy around that bitch. Nigga, I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> this is awesome. I see why, like, you know, I think I shed a little tear, dog. Like, that shit was a beautiful thing, man. And then the fucking tunnel, man. I think, who y'all boy had out there that night? Was it Jeezy? No, um, GZ ain't never been. No, there. it wasn't. Y'all had somebody out there, man. And that shit. Gotti night. It could have been Gotti. It could have been. It might have been Gotti. I've been out there like twice. Yeah, I was out to the tunnel twice. Um, yeah, we oh, done man. Had Gotti, we done had, um, we had Fable, Shorty Lowe. Um, man, listen. Bada Bing. Listen. Bada Bing was the nice shit. The tunnel was the gutter shit, nigga. That was the grimy, like, you just felt yeah, hood. That was the, you felt hood in that, that bitch, trap. nigga. That was the trap, nigga. And you, know, and, and you know, like, a lot, you know, I don't think a lot of people even realize the tunnel came from the New York tunnel. And it was almost like the same type of vibe. That, yeah. That, that real gutter shit, you know. Like, man, listen, so much shit that happened in that motherfucking building, man. I, I'm, I'm telling you, my nigga, like, that shit forever would be a part of our lives. Like, that shit Steven. You know what I'm saying? Like, straight up. Like, I ain't gonna lie like that. That's what I was about to say a couple minutes ago. Like, I've been strongly thinking about goddamn, like, trying to write a treatment or write, just write that story. Like, that shit need to be told. Like, I can see that shit being, like, on some episodic type shit, like, on some power type shit. Because, like, just the, ain't even just about the club itself, but just, like, you know, all the ongoings and shit behind the doors and in the office and all that shit. Yeah, I know what you mean, dog. Like, for real, for real, man. Yeah, like, you know, and and I mean, shit, hell, you know, of course, the names would be would have to change and some events would have to be altered, but it's a yeah. story that could be told, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Especially like, after the statute of limitations a lot of shit, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But, like, that shit just, <laughs> yeah. you know, that shit, like I said before, that shit, that it set the tone for my for what what my life was and what it became in this DJ and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it can't too many motherfuckers like dog. Listen, it's a gift to be able to play in a nightclub from like ten to fucking five six o'clock in the morning, <laughs> not play the same song twice. Hell yeah! Shit, some niggas can't DJ. Some niggas can't DJ the two. Without playing the same song twice. Hell yeah. Like I they said, so either they, for, either they cater to the crowd or they ain't just, they just not, you know, they ain't got the depth or the range to play yeah. different shit that people, they gonna keep the crowd moving, you know? Exactly, exactly. And you know, like one thing about that tunnel, you know, I think the majority of the time, the times you've been there, you, ex- you experience the back end of the shit, which prime time was the best time. But at the same time, like, you know, the way the tunnel was set up, you know, even if you was one of the ones that came to the club super duper early, it's like, it was real levels to that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, the the, the club, the party, the party type situation, that shit used to go from like 10 to 3. At 3 o'clock, we literally would have 
strippers come out at three o'clock. And <laughs> yeah. you know, the crazy thing about it, the, the crazy thing about it, like you know, like I said again, we in a motherfucking country town, like on the outskirts of a town that only got two stoplights. You understand? What I'm saying? Yep. You know, like Holly Hill's a small town. You know what I'm saying? But it's well known. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like, you know, you all of a sudden you see half naked bitches coming out of a fucking room. Some of these bitches that been in the club all night. All night partying and shit. Yep. You've been talking to them, getting drinks and shit. You know, next thing you know, they naked. You're like, whoa. Whoa. Next, next thing you know, you didn't. They fucking naked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, they, I'm they, talking they, about. Oh man! Like, you know, like, it's, a, it, it's only a couple of clubs that I can honestly say that had that type of impact. But man, to be able to be in a place for that length of time and to come out and the sun hit you in your eye <laughs> six o'clock in the morning, like, it did some different shit. Like, nigga, and then think about this. Think about that. Like some of us, most of us, you know what I'm saying? Because you got to figure half of the like half of the fam been from you know Holly Hill and everything out that way. The other half been from the Chuck. So we had to right. like we had to make that ride, nigga. Like, oh my god, yo! How you say? How you say? <laughs> my my sister clock been was like seven or eight for y'all to get home type shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That shit, that shit, that, that shit was an experience, man. Like, and I know, cause shit, at the end of the day, like, hell, it had been some times when goddamn, hell, I left that motherfucker and still ain't got home to eat in the morning, my goddamn stuff. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, yeah, man. You know, it, that shit, that shit, this was, that shit was some other shit, bro. Yeah, you know like, and then that was that time, you know, like, that was the, that, that time period, that stretch of like partying and shit. Like, people don't understand, like, especially, like, from the Charleston side of things up to that way, like, clubs, that like, now clubs got to be closed by 2 o'clock. Like, can't nothing be going on. Shit, you can't be serving drinks after a certain time, but you got to have that bitch locked down by 2. See, then, down here in Charleston and, you know, in the um, Tri-County area, you know what I'm saying, like, clubs didn't close, like, till, like, fucking 5, 6 in the fucking morning. You know, like you right. partying with people, you leave the club, you seeing motherfuckers going to work that left the club, and you looking at them like, damn, nigga, you going to work? Like, damn, nigga, you just getting home? Like, yeah, nigga, like, I'll let you later, man, nigga. Listen, like, I, how you say, I know for a fact because I done done it too, man. Like, man, I'll never forget one time I went to damn, you know, like, even with Kamari's, Kamari's used to close like three or four. And, you know, at the time, I used to stay in the country, so it was one of them things, like, sometimes it didn't make sense to go home and then have to come right back because I worked in North Charleston, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I had a key to my job, so I used to got down. I would leave the club and go to the job and, like, either sleep in my car or got down, go sleep in the break room, you know what I'm saying? You know, go sleep that drunk off and go right to work like it's just been another day you know what I'm saying Hell like, yeah. you know I was how, how you say I was younger back then so like that shit wasn't nothing it wasn't nothing I don't think I could do that nah can't do that shit now can't do that shit now like I've done it once or twice but boy listen like you're only good I always see you're only good for about a day or so after that your body could crash yeah. I used to do that shit a couple of days straight. Couple of days straight. You was good right. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because you know you was resting Monday. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, that yeah. shit been like people don't know, boy. Listen, the tunnel, 
And that bottom, man, bro, listen. Ain't it ain't and, then, how you say, and it's so many like it's it's so many branches from that tree yep. beyond that point because you you gotta start thinking about weekend pub. You weekend pub about fucking think about Kush Lounge, good times, yep. yep. Titanic. Yep. Fucking man, Charlie O's. Charlie O's. You know eight four three. Like, fucking. Um, you know what I'm saying? Kikamari's. Yeah, I could even, <laughs> even go back as far as goddamn palm tree and all that shit. Like, boy, listen, like, I was a man. Listen, I was a country nigga that was in a lot of places in Charleston that I shouldn't have been. Yeah. But like, at the end of the day, like, being a good nigga and goddamn linking with the right people, shit. How you say you can go where you want to go. You and go where you want to go, man. You show your face like MasterCard is well accepted anywhere. You know what I'm saying? For real. Like real nigga shit. Uh, you know yeah, but like, I know. Okay, okay. So outside the tunnel, right? What was like, what was your favorite place to play? And then besides that, what's the largest venue you've played? Okay. Um... Outside of the tunnel, I would definitely say like one of my most favorite venues to play. Well, regular club on that level, I could definitely say probably would be the Yacht Club and definitely Kamari. I kind of sprinkle a little bit of cushion in that too, because it just was like, you know, I always feel like, you know, with this club shit. If, like I said again, if for uh, any of the listeners out there that been a part of what we've been a part of, and y'all had the opportunity to, to be on the journey of being some of these clubs, if you in there like that, you know the type of vibe that we experience. And it's like not not too many spots had the same vibe. It was always something different about it. Like even with like Kush, I would use. Easy I put on for the city first came out, and like something that always like resides with me a lot. Whenever Yak would play that motherfucker song, and on Kanye part, when he starts talking about he see the flashing lights, and one time for my nigga Taliban, Taliban used to go and flick the lights on and Kush, and listen like I don't give a fuck how many times Yak did that shit in the club, like that shit just was like. Every time that shit happened, that shit just in my mind, that shit was some epic shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, all like I can say with Kamari's, like, you know, like I said, again, the height of Kamari's always was Wasted Wednesday. That was the motherfucking spot to be on a Wednesday night in, in Charleston. You know what I'm saying? And, like, you know, like me and, when me and Two Cup Shorty got together, got there, the original Two Cup Shorty got down. I'm talking about Shrimp. When Shrimp got on that motherfucking mic, my nigga, and like we hold just on, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I really want people to really understand something, right? Like when we say the original Two Cup Shorty, like we really mean the nigga who was Two Cup Shorty. That was Shrimp Word. all day. Like, and, and, and and no and no disrespect to two cups, like you know what I'm saying. Nah, it ain't no disrespect like, to him, but there, there's there's one two cups does, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 most definitely. Like that's it. Like how, like I said again, man. Like we just, you know, 
I've always had this thing about me. I always say it's two different people. I'm two different people. You got Sean John and you got Sean Jenkins. Sean Jenkins, you get him like during the hours of nine to five, like red to five heartbeats. <laughs> the business hours. The business hours. The business hours. Now, Sean John, you got that nigga when the sun went down. Like almost on some vampire type yeah, shit. Yeah, some vampire werewolf type shit, bro. And then, you know, like, shit got real crucial between the hours of 12 to 3 or 12 to 6. Yep, that, yep, yep. Prime time just right there, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, the shit that we was able to do, me and Shrimp, during them times, like, you know, like, we had a lot of epic nights together, man, in that club shit. Like, especially with Kamari's, like, that shit was just a vibe, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Kamari's been Kamari's was the Kamari's was chill as fuck. It been in the creek, like everybody been there. You know, shit would happen out there sometimes, but you know, we were so like I really think like Kamari's is what really brought like all us like really really like close because it was like a. Like it was like a a family run um business like at Kamari's it was just like security was all fam, the DJs was fam, the bartenders was fam, management was fam, niggas who was in there was fam, and then you had the crowd like so it was just like a like it was a it really was like I hate saying this term but it really was a vibe in there like you felt safe. You love being there. Oh, yeah. Like, it was just good, you know what I'm saying? Most definitely. Most definitely. I can definitely live through that shit. You kind, of, yeah. you, you kind of far from the mic. Yeah, you hear me now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, like, it's like you know, it's just, I've always said, man, like, it's something that has been altered. It's been often dupl- tried to duplicate, but it never can be replicated. You know what I'm saying? On the end of, by any means necessary, like, you know, think even, I think we probably could recreate that shit, but it's just like, you know, everybody in different points of their life, lives right now, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, like, and we older, so it would have to be like on some like lounge shit, like some real lounge shit, you know? Exactly. Exactly, you know what I'm saying. So, but like, it definitely was great times, man. Like, was and as far as like, as far as like, like I said, with Kamari's, same thing with the yacht club. Like the yacht club, man, you that shit was a moment in time too. Wonderful world. Because it's just like of Mr. being in the heart of Orangeburg and in the height of the club shit in a town that got probably two two of the biggest black HBCUs in the goddamn state, let alone you know what I'm saying, shit country, shout out to SC State for winning that bowl game. Oh yeah, shout out SC State for the dub. You know what I'm saying, y'all y'all, y'all, made, y'all made goddamn Deion Sanders look real bad and that's an amazing thing. Hell yeah. You know, especially how he was yeah, in the news you know for getting that number one recruit just now too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like how you say he needed that W so that was a super upset. You know Hell yeah. Hell yeah, you know. 
was a, it was like a, I, said, I feel like, like it was a humbling one for him too. Like, nah, I think it was. I think it, I definitely think it was. Like, you know, I I just hope like you know I actually put a post up today saying something about that. Like I was like, man, shit, because you know the crazy thing about it, you know, Joe Biden just just spoke the the commencement ceremony, the graduation at date on Friday. And yeah. I, was, I, I made a comment. I made a comment, and I said, "Shit!" I said, "Between goddamn crazy Joe coming to talk at state and state winning that game, hell, maybe we can get some of our motherfucking roads fixed in goddamn just goddamn Orangeburg County. Let alone hell, the rest <laughs> of the state, so our roads fuck up." Boy. Hell yeah, people, man. Listen, for my listeners who outside the state of South Carolina, especially the low. Low country, anywhere from Orangeburg on down. You know what I'm saying? The roads is fuck up, but the roads is real fuck up. But speaking about um, speaking about these big names and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know it, it'd be like hard to list everybody, but like, what's some of the like celebrities and rappers and shit that you done met over your time of DJing? Um, let me see. Shit, man, so many the name I can honestly say, like just up top, thinking about from like thoughts from the tunnel. I could say Yo Gotti, Pastor Troy, Shawty Lowe, shit, Mystical. Um, I said Fable, I think. Um, shit, I met Darrow, Rick Ross. Um, I didn't get a chance to met meet Jeezy back in the day. But I did get to meet him a couple of years here ago because I was able to um, DJ for him at the House of Blues. Um, let me see who else. Uh, shit. I done DJ for Dolph, Long Live Dolph. Um, I done DJ for goddamn Juvenile, Trina. Um, shit, the Yang Yang Twins. Fucking um, who else? I done DJ for B.O.B. I done DJ for like so many motherfuckers. Rocco, um, who else? Uh, Lil Boosie, Webby, um, shit, UGK. Shit, I even did a show with Biz Marky. Rest up, big Biz Marky. Shout out to Shrimp and Spence for putting that to play together too. Like I actually DJ with Biz Marky at the Music Farm a couple of years back. Yeah, that's dope right um, there. Yeah, like that. Like that was another one of the moments where it was just like. It might have not meant anything to anybody else, but it meant something to me to share stage with that that, that man. You know what I'm saying? Like the late great. You know, um, shit. Who else? Like Trick Daddy. Um, <laughs> Trick hell, <shit>. man. <laughs> I got stories with that nigga, that. but I ain't about to get into that shit, man. <laughs> Word like that. How you said that? How you said? Shit, this, this shit here, let alone, uh, can be several episodes talking about reminiscing about all this. Stuff. Hell yeah, you know what I'm saying. But um, like like I said, man, it, it, it's so many to name, man. Like, like I could keep going and going. Like, man, I done, I done had the opportunity to DJ for a lot of people, man. Rich homie Quan, Migos, um, and I'm talking about like just like I spoke about before, like you know being them them the first. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, we was the first to bring Rich Homie Quan to the country, to Santee at Audemars. You know what I'm saying? Like, we did, we actually had Rich Homie Quan at Audemars twice in one year. We did him in June. I can't remember the year. I want to say it was like maybe 2012 or 2013. But um, we, we 
had him in June, and then we had him at we had him Christmas Eve the same year. Um, shit, like I said, we was the first people to bring the Migos to South Carolina. You know, what I'm saying a, a lot of artists that like you know, shit, just like you said earlier, you know, they might have had like one or two tracks at the moment bubbling or whatnot, and yeah, like we we gave, we gave people our opportunity to see see them in a small ass town. You know, you didn't have to how you say. Fucking with the tunnel, fucking with Audemars, the Yacht Club, places like that. Shit, you ain't had to go to no major city to, to see a show. You see that bitch in your backyard. You Hell know what yeah. I'm saying? Almost like, the, almost like the comfort of your home type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, man, like I don't met so many, I don't met so many motherfuckers. Like I don't met people like abroad in the country and shit. You know, I don't come across a lot of celebrities and stuff just on the humbug. But like, just like you know, being with y'all boy and y'all niggas be like, man, you coming out? I'll be like, man, ain't for, man, yo, such and such here, man. They up here chilling and shit, man. Get up here, I'm like, all right, get up in there. You end up meeting motherfuckers like, oh, this some cool ass shit. You some cool ass niggas, you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, man. Like, I remember one time fucking with y'all boy. Um, um, where we was at? Was it? Um, who was it? Well, I want to say Gorilla Zoe. Is that is that somebody? Like, well, damn. Yeah, yeah, we did. We actually had like Gorilla Zoe was um Audemars in it. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, we had him at Audemars one time too, but like first time we did Zoe, we did Zoe at the Yacht Club, and this was like just like I said, the height of his career. Yeah, he had like had like hood nigga and all that type of shit. Yeah, so peep this now, so. I just been going with B, with Big B, to come out there, you know what I'm saying? Like, just to chill, you know, and the party and shit. So he was like, man, just ride with me, man. I'm like, all right, cool. Get there. These niggas like, hey, man, I want y'all both to be my security type shit. So we at the hotel with the nigga and shit. Like, you know, niggas be strapped anyway. I'm just up there to chill. Like, these niggas got me, like, personal security with the motherfucker and shit. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, man, what the fuck? Like, that shit, but that's just a byproduct of just being with y'all boys, man. So, like, that shit was, like, crazy and shit. But, um, but yeah, man, you all right over there? Doing a lot of clicking. Doing a lot of knocking. Yeah, my bad got that. I might have down, hit the damn, hit the mic. <laughs> Hi, I'm, I'm good right now? Yeah, yeah, you good, you good, you good. It was just a little bit of knocking. That shit ain't nothing. Ain't been nothing. But, um... But it's from the town, okay. So that's a good way to segue because you know we got some, you know, the shit to talk about after once we do this. You know, it's a good way to segue to segue into something else. So from the time you started DJing and shit and everything, like when you got started to now, like how has the culture evolved and changed in that period of time? Um. One thing I can definitely definitely say, we getting older. We getting older and the crowd staying the same age, depending on where you at. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, of course we still got people that party with us in our age bracket, but you know, it's one of them things like depending on as a DJ, depending on where you DJ and at, you know, the age bracket kinda stay the same, but then you know it's like you know, we did dumb shit back in the prime of our club days, but you know, this generation that's out here now, 
you know, they different. They cut from a different cloth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you have situations where I won't say shit happened a, a lot, but shit, shit that would have happened, shit that would have happened back in the day, some shit would have got squashed. Shit don't really go down like that like, no more. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Like it's definitely, it's definitely like the whole club. To me, the whole club shit. It's like it's the same, but it's different. It's kind of, a, it's kind of, it's kind of evolved, but it's kind of evolved for the good and the bad. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, it just come with the generations of shit. You know, like I mean, it's almost like I'm pretty sure we got older cats that we know that they tell us all the time, like. Man, we can't party with you young ass niggas. You Hell know yeah, that's how it yeah. was. It's like you don't, you didn't understand. It's like, damn man, yeah. They be like, y'all wilding. I'm like, damn nigga, it was just a couple fights. You know what I'm saying? But now us, we talking yeah. to these young niggas. It's like, man, I can't fuck with y'all, boy, man. Y'all done murk about seven niggas at that club, nigga. What you want me to come out there for? You know, just like that exactly. spot out, just like that spot. You know, I ain't trying to throw no shade at people and shit, but just like that. Sp- that spot out in um, Monk's Corner and shit that be jumping and shit. Motherfuckers be like, oh, man, B, come on out there and shit. I'm like, yo, a nigga has died out there every other week. What the fuck am I coming out there for? Yeah, that shit, it, it definitely make you, it changes your mind about shit. Like, you know, it's one thing to be somewhere where something happens, but it's another thing to know something happens and you still choose to go there. Yeah, man. Like, and I, I, I can't front. Like, we used to, do, like you said, we, in our era, we, we did that. Like, we know certain times shit will happen, and it's like, all right, well, you know, it's Friday. Man. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, no disrespect to anybody who done lost their lives or got fucked up real bad at these places, but it was just that was just a part of the the life. But like, ain't nobody really was like dying, dying like that. Like, niggas wasn't like. Well, not so much at the club. I mean, it happened. That shit at Bada Bing, I feel like, was kind of a... Honestly, I felt like the shit that happened at Bada Bing was, like, foreshadowing everything that was happen- that's happening today. It's like, this is where it's going to go. Niggas getting murked inside clubs. Like, you know, but then it was like, oh, shit, that happened. Now it's like, yeah, yeah, it happened. You know, and that's fucked up, but it's like, you expect that shit. You know, the new normal. Yeah, and that's what's that's what's fucked up with this new generation and shit. And that that's why you know being a rapper now and all that. Shit, I mean, I guess that's you know what we was talking about before. Um, we started recording and shit. I guess this is way we could segue into that too. Like, like with rappers now, like these niggas, like you gotta you gotta do what you rap about and. Nine times out of ten, you're probably going to get shot, stabbed, or killed. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just the norm now. Like, that shit's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, like, one thing for sure. Like, if, if you was a rapper out here in these streets, got down, and you getting some people, or you on, on, and you signed, boy, you better have some motherfucking insurance. Because, like, this shit here, like, this rap game shit, like, it's some endangered spe- species type shit, like, you know, it's like one of them things like people want to be real and authentic and rap what they live about, but shit, boy, like, niggas' expiration dates is way shorter nowadays than what it was when we was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I mean, you know, we done had a couple of rappers that done passed 
of miscellaneous shit, but you know, the ones that's getting murdered, like that's just a different shit. Like, yeah, like shit, these niggas, like, 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 uh, what, what, what was his name? Um, Drakeo or whatever from, from out west. He just got stabbed in the neck yesterday, day before yesterday, yeah. and died, man. Like, that shit crazy, man. Like, and see, you know what's so crazy about that shit is like, man, like, you know, again, being able to be a part of shows and see how these artists move, it's almost like, like, well, goddamn, like, how the fuck this happened? Like, man, I remember when we used to do shows, hell, you, shit, you'd be lucky, like, you could be doing the show. And you, you might not get close to the artist. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, know what I'm saying? Like, you might not, you might, you might not, you might not even get close to the artist, like, there have been some times where, hell, you might not even speak one word in the audience, but you probably did business with the road manager or something. Yeah, you ain't never you never shook a hand, dapped the nigga or nothing. Like, these niggas is getting yeah, you, getting touched. I mean, a lot of them are putting themselves in that position because, like I yeah, said... Yeah, I mean, they, 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 they definitely are, but I just feel like, not to cut you off, but they making themselves too expendable. They making themselves too you couldn't touch these motherfuckers back in the day. And now yeah, because, like, cause cause, cause like, the episode I, like, one of my prior episodes, the Dolph episode I did, you know, if y'all want to check that out, go ahead and check that out. That's a good plug right there. But um, <laughs> I said that's when, that's the true meaning of, like, you know, the boondog said when keeping it real goes wrong. Like, nigga, you on live, on Facebook live and all that shit. Like, yo, I'm at my favorite cookie shop. You know, get my favorite cookies and shit, nigga. Like them, you know, I'm out here. Like, nigga, no, no. You better have your, especially when you beefing like how Dolph was beefing. Nah, nigga. Yeah, like, and I don't really think niggas even really know, like, like Dolph had a price on his head for a very long time. Long time. And even though, and even though it might have seemed like shit may have died down a little bit, I mean, like. Obviously, due to the outcome of what happened, it ain't died on. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I ain't gonna lie. Like, you know, real talk. I I compare the Dolph situation to the Nipsey situation, but in so many ways, though, even though there there some, some similarities, it's one of them things where yeah, like it's definitely too. different. The wonderful. Yeah, like, that it's kind. That's kind of different. Like, see, Nipsey's shit was a hating ass nigga who couldn't take him saying some real shit to the nigga. Dolph right. shit was like, right. nigga, you gonna die. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, any given day, it could pop off. Like, it's gonna pop off. Like, not even it could. You know, one day, somebody's gonna come for you. Somebody gonna try to take your head off And there ain't gonna be no play play shit These niggas got hundreds of thousands And millions of dollars on your head nigga Like this shit ain't no game yeah. And you out here by yourself Yeah man Like you know like And you know like as time went by And more information came out You know it kind of made sense But then it, it did but it didn't But it's like you know Some people feel that comfort When they come home And it's not I won't say, I won't go as far as to say that it's uh, an untouchable feel, but it's just he thought he was good. He thought he was straight. Nah, that you know is an untouchable feel. I feel like it's an untouchable feel. Like 
these niggas ain't gonna do nothing to me. They pussy. Like I say, like you feel like, especially like you done, you don't been hit and they done tried a couple of times and you still here, man. You feel like, man, nigga, man, these niggas ain't ain't gonna do shit to me. You know what I'm saying? These niggas can't fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? And like, um, and you know that I think that's probably that's probably in so many ways what make the the Dolph situation a little bit more sensitive is the fact that. It literally happened in his own backyard. But, I mean, you know, even to think about it, like, think about some of the other rappers we done lost, like Mo3 and shit fucking, um, damn, I can't forget the man name. Um, definitely Dobie. Yeah, Dobie. Another cat. Um, I can't, I can't um, remember the um, dude's name, but he had a song called Moolah with Jazzy Fish. Um, all these niggas got murk at home. Like literally at home, like shit. I know, like, I if I can remember, I think the situation with Dobie, Dobie came home to do a show and niggas caught him slipping, and then like, I can't damn. It been his own. It been his own people, and then you got um. Yeah, like, yeah, cause didn't know. I think with Dobie's situation, the person that wound up shooting him, I think he was in the picture with the motherfucker. Shit. Yeah, it was some crazy shit like that. Yeah, man, and then like the the dude I'm talking about with the Moolah song, hell, he I think if I if I can remember, I think he got murked that like one of his he was at like a Waffle House or some shit, and then nigga sprayed that shit, you know. But like I said again, it's just like at what you know, even if I always feel like this is it's levels to shit. Definitely, Dolph shouldn't have been where he was at. Yeah, he said. I'm pretty he, sure Dolph had somebody. He, he he had somebody he could have go get them cookies for. Exactly, somebody could have got them cookies for. Exactly, I said that on the you know episode, dog. Like, send you send somebody to do that shit, dog. I you said Cam said it best on goddamn paid him for. What's the use of having soldiers if you ain't if you ain't gonna use you know them, like, nigga? Like that's real nigga shit. Oh my god, Jizzle. Word. Oh god, that's why we family, nigga. Like real shit though. Like that. Like that's real fucking shit, dog. Like. And and granted, you know, it came out after the fact that, you know, Dolph was home because he was doing the turkey giveaway either the same day or the next day or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I get that. But, you know, like I said again, like, you want to give back to the community. That shit is fine and dandy. But, like, at some point, these artists need to realize that, man, once you, when you get to that motherfucking level and you feel like this is, your rise to fame should have show you who's who and what is what. If you whether you had a price on your head or not, you could like don't put it like this in man. I guarantee you, my nigga, and ain't even, it's not even on no being big headed or smelling my ass or none of that shit. Let me get my motherfucking mind right, nigga. I'm not coming back home. Nah. Like if I do come back home, it's gonna be it's gonna be in a controlled environment. Yep. Like. And I'm you a, have to, if you go, if you come get me, if you come get me, you going to be real strategic for that shit, and you, like, you deserve it. You deserve to do what you did, and mission accomplished. But other than that, it ain't gonna be that fucking easy. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, man! Because it's like you got to understand, it's gonna change. Like when I ain't gonna say if I'm gonna say when this podcast leads me into bigger ventures and shit. I can't stay in Charleston, bro. I ain't gonna be able to. 
I ain't gonna be able to gotta move different. Yeah, like it's got to be different. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like I'm not gonna be in a nice ass neighborhood and motherfuckers who don't like me now that they see me on billboards and on on I got my own talk show on fucking HBO Max or some shit or whatever it may be. Now they like, man, fuck that nigga. Man, let's go get this nigga, man. Fuck that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas really do hold grudges out here. Like, niggas don't let shit go. Niggas don't forget shit. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, like I said, in them heydays when we was partying and shit, shit done happened out that bitch. You know what I'm saying? You don't know who remembers what, who did what, what happened and shit like that. Like, you don't know who's been looking at you for, like, years and just let the shit keep going. And then one day they see you, like, out at Olive Garden or some shit. Now they popping you, but now that you get notoriety and, and and popularity and shit, now they like no nah, fuck that that shit that shit ignites that flame in them for that hate towards you and shit. And then it don't even got to be somebody you know, it's just somebody who done seen your your fly your sticker or some shit. And they just like man, fuck that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just you know, like man, why or. Or or like on some Nipsey shit or like on some hating shit. Oh, they chilling with their girl and they keep keep keying. The nigga like, man, what the fuck you laughing for? Oh man, boy B B Ross, Mr. Ross, that nigga funny as shit. Like, oh man, I I just wanna meet him. Niggas don't wanna hear that shit. <laughs> hey, how you say it? How you say it? Just just like the nigga on belly. I don't like this shit. I don't like this shit. I don't shit. like that shit. I don't like that shit. <laughs> Niggas don't like when another nigga make a girl laugh now. That's a rap. <laughs> that part. That that part rap, part. man. That, that shit crazy, man. But shit, speaking about the doll situation, you was telling me about some black youngsters shit and everything out here. Yeah, man. So like of course anybody who's anybody that's tuned in that know what's going on or whatnot, following the story. I think probably this past within the past week or this past weekend, um, youngster, black youngster goddamn did a show. And, you know, of course, Youngster and Dolphins had their issues, you know what I'm saying? Allegedly, some shit happened that, you know, they tried to attach Youngster to or whatnot. But, um, you know, over the period of time, Youngster dropped a diss track called Shake Something. And the nigga actually performed the shit in a club that he performed at recently. And, you know, like, of course, you know, people that... Anybody with a true conscience at this point with Dolph no longer being with us knows, like, the level of disrespect, that's, you yeah. know, that's just a whole nother level. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? At some point, like, some shit you got to let go. Like, the man ain't here. The man not here to defend himself no more. Like, it should be on It should be on some shit that whether, whether y'all squashed y'all shit or what, no matter what kind of level y'all was on before he died, that I just feel like that ain't some shit you should continue to do. Like that track need to be retired. And Hell I mean, that, yeah, that man. goes for anybody. That goes for anybody. Like whether it's him performing it or somebody playing in the club, just out of respect of Dolph. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I can only imagine how the vibe is in Memphis, nigga. even in the club scene right now. Because, nigga. Like, I, not I even in the club to, scene. Jizzle, listen, did you see the um article on the comedian who was making fun of um Dolph and shit and they found his ass dead the yeah. next day? Oh yeah, like listen, like <laughs> one thing I can say about this Dolph situation, you know, you always say like damn 
where the niggas at? Where the niggas that always say they gonna ride for you and shit get sick? Where they be at? I gotta tip my hat to the Memphis niggas. It's like oh, they yeah. been riding on motherfuckers. Like they ain't been playing no games. No. Like, they ain't playing no games. Like you know, we in a we in a fucked up era with this social media shit. You know. Yeah. I'm gonna say like Carlos Carlos Miller said one time like with this fucking social media shit like we. Social media has given us the power to interact with people that if this shit didn't exist, we probably would have never crossed paths with nope. this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And like this shit doesn't give this shit doesn't give people like people get behind them keyboards on their phones and their computers and they feel like they're ten feet tall. Yep. Or you can't say anything. You can't say anything to anybody. Yeah, you can't come up. You can't come sideways to everybody and shit, man. Because everybody ain't with that. Oh, the Twitter fingers. You know, they, they we used to call that shit the Twitter fingers. Like, oh, you 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 text that all oh, fuck that old pussy ass nigga and shit. Well, yo, you ain't gonna call me no pussy to my face, and you saying that shit over the internet, nigga. I'm gonna see you, and if I don't see you, a nigga I fuck with who know where you at gonna see you, and then they gonna make sure I know where you at so I can come see you. You know, like like right. niggas are built different. They think, oh. You can sit here and downplay a nigga just for like likes and views and shit. But then when you see them, it's like, hey man, what's going on? No, 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 no. I don't do the fake love shit, nigga. I don't I don't dap everybody up. I don't I don't go with my peoples around everybody and shit. I don't do that. I ain't never been like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't let everybody touch you. You don't let everybody get close to you. And then I'll be damned. If I'm gonna let anybody disrespect me, yeah, you know, when you when you out here like like okay, I'm in the I'm in the content, I'm in the content lane now. You know what I'm saying? I just started a YouTube channel too and shit. So yeah, there's gonna be you know people who say slick shit and you gonna get like feedback like that. But guess what? Yeah, y'all 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 could do that. I got thick skin. I'm gonna look at it like when you're on the back of the school bus and. You just come to school on Monday. You done watched in Living Color and everything. You got to have your mama jokes and everything on par or your ass was going to get ragged the whole day. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to be ready right, to right. clap back. You're going to have to clap back because you just can't. They be like, oh, ignore that shit. Nah, nigga. If somebody say something real crazy out the way towards me, nigga, I'm going to be very disrespectful with my comeback and I'm going to make you want to come see me if you say some real out outlandish, violating ass shit. Because right. most of the time, the motherfuckers who's saying the shit, these niggas is some old, you know, not even built like that type motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not the most gangster nigga out here and shit, but I guess, guess what? I'm going to do something to make you remember me once I get my hands on you. That fucking part. You know what I'm saying? So don't get it fucked up. We could key, 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 ha, 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 and crack jokes back and forth all day and talk shit. But once you cross that line... Yeah, you know, we ain't coming back from that shit. You know, we like you said, we from a different cloth, a different era, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Ain't none of this fake love and all that shit that these niggas on right now that's getting most of these little motherfuckers fucked up. We ain't been coming from that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that transition kind of happened during our era. And, like, now, like, that fake shit is, like, it's 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 allowed. It's respected, kind of like not respected, but it's like, oh, they don't let these niggas get away with it so long. What can you say to them now? You know, like what's the point of saying something now when y'all niggas just let the nigga get away with the shit so long and shit? So you know what I'm saying? Like, 
I guess it's just a different era we're in right now, man. And, you know, shit just crazy out here, man. Like, like the Dolph shit just, like, you you could feel, like, just talk, listening to interviews and his music and shit. Dolph's been a real-ass nigga. And then, yeah, and then you look at how niggas are reacting to how he got killed. These niggas killed a comedian just for cracking jokes about the nigga after he died. So you know he had niggas who really was was for him and they still are you know so you can't be out here fucked up and that youngster shit that shit crazy man like these niggas but you know youngster disrespectful motherfucker anyway you know so man i just i don't know man because memphis different dog like it's that's a <laughs> yeah i mean shit i'm gonna tell you like this is we had a clear view of that at the at the recent verses like you know, how you say, a lot of niggas thought shit was going to get real with the Jeezy and got down Gucci shit. Man, you could you see the tension, dog. You yeah, saw like you it. could have cut, cut that shit, you know what I'm saying? Nigga, man, Gucci like, didn't sit down because, one fucking time. I still, say to this, I still say to this day, and like, you know, you figure that, that versus happened a year ago. So it's still, of course it's still online. And I mean, that was even though they did it live, like, you know, they, of course, they're doing the versuses on a, a, a grander scale now, like in arenas and shit. You yeah. Know what I'm but, like, you know, they did that with the Magic City. Even yeah, though they did that in the strip club. We never, <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't, we didn't get to see the crowd, but we knew a crowd was there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like, just the level, you know, and, and, and as you, I don't know if you was able to look at any, post interviews about that like it was a lot of stipulations the boy had on intact like Gucci Gucci said off top like you know he said it during the verses but you know it was said that look the only way I could do this shit is I got to do the truth so you know yep. even as watching that shit as time went by like you know I still sit in this day you know me being an ambassador of the trap you already know like my my, my Gucci and my Jeezy sets are treacherous can't nobody see them you nope. know what I'm saying? At the end of the, and at the end of the day, like it's one of them things. Like I'm, I'm like I ain't even gonna lie. I, I got love for both of them boys' catalogs, but I'm biased as a motherfucker. Like I'm a nigga team Jeezy for sure. I knew Jeezy was gonna come out on top based on the fact because he got more commercial hits. Like, he got he got more commercial hits, but like you know, especially at that time, like Jeezy. You put thug motive. If you did not, if you don't listen to thug motivation and not be motivated to get some money yeah. somehow, some way, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like you ain't fucking, you're not human. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. you know, Gucci, Gucci make you want to get some money too, but Gucci, you know, made you want to do other shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Gu- like, like, like just, Jeezy was like the 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 grinder, the grind talker, the hustle and shit. Gucci is more the party nigga, like the Gucci make you feel good when you listen to Gucci. Like I got a Gucci playlist, you know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, I'm gonna need you to send me your um your Gucci and Jeezy playlist. But anyway, um <laughs> That's how you slide that shit in there. You're like, yeah, nigga, I'm gonna need you to I'm gonna need you to email the email me that. But um but um but like Gucci, like I play Gucci like if I'm in a bad mood and shit. Like I play Gucci and like I just I don't know why, man. Like I just feel better. Like I'm just like Nigga, like that's that shit, nigga. Gucci, like, cause you know he fool as fuck. But 
right. he got his sense about him. Like, you know, he a he a funny dude. Like Jeezy the serious nigga and shit. You know? But right. but when Gucci did the truth, nigga, like it was just like Oh man, this is like the most disrespectful shit right now on TV right now, nigga. Like and exactly. and then yeah. niggas in the feed was like, yo, this nigga ain't sat down yet. This nigga got a gun on him. Like and then if you man, think listen, of- like <laughs> Yo, listen, I said that bad watching that shit ten minutes and I was like, This nigga's strapped. This nigga's strapped. <laughs> this this nigga is strapped. This nigga got a tone on him show and shit. I ain't lying. And like you know, like I said again, man, that shit, you know, it, it, it really shows the growth between them two brothers because, I mean, like, look what wound up happening. You know, I've said for years that, you know, man, if it's two, it's, it's two sets of niggas I always say. If they could put these differences aside and could actually go on tour, they would make so much motherfucking money. Mm-hmm. And them two sets of people was Gucci and Jeezy and Gucci and Gotti. Yeah. Because, like, even yeah. with Gucci and Gotti, them boys got so much material together. Yeah. That, like, you know, at the end of the day, it's one of the things, like, and even now with this Dolph situation, if it was even, uh, uh, uh if if it was even a mustard seed of a chance that they could reconcile, that should have never shit, happened. That now. shit gone, because Dolph was, niggas don't know, like, Dolph and Gucci been close, dog. Like, Right, you know, what I'm and saying? I ain't gonna lie, like I, I ain't gonna lie, like you know, for one point, at one point, I used to, you know, what I used to think, I used to think that Gucci kind of sick Dolph on Gotti, not knowing that Dolph actually had issues with Gotti himself, but it's just knowing that in some capacity Gucci discovered Dolph. It just to me, it always was kind of odd, like damn, Dolph come out the blue, he with Gucci, but yet. This nigga on got it, yeah. Yeah, you know it. It wasn't. It wasn't that bad off top, but as the bigger dog got, the the more disrespectful he got with his shit. And you know, for a long time, like God ain't never said nothing. Like God, he said something here once or twice here and there, but you know, he always kind of got it. Been got it that type, like he stick the dogs on him type shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like God is gonna point, you know. God is gonna point, like, hey, yeah. get him, <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you know, like I said, that, that's how it was with that shit. But you know, to lead into what I was saying originally, we got to see a real disrespectful versus, yeah, which was the Bone Thug three six, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't tell no, say, you don't some, tell no grown man suck your dick, bro. Especially not on nah, live not TV, all, nigga. Like, now, I mean, shit, though. If you even think about it, if you followed like the backstory to the to the dip set and damn diplomat shit, like chic, not chic, but um, goddamn style said that shit. Like style said straight up, like shit. Long as we don't get too disrespectful, long as we don't don't invite nobody to the sausage party. Yeah, goddamn, everything good. Everything like, good. You know what I'm saying? Know? Like, yeah, like that, that, that was the thing. Like, cause though, cause you imagine if one of them niggas would have tell one of them niggas to suck these dick, like, oh, nigga, shit would have been, shit would have got real in Madison Square Garden, dog. Nigga, like that shit would have been, oh, cause think about the niggas who was outside who couldn't even get in. Oh my god, nigga, it was famous people that couldn't get in that bitch, dog. Like, man, like hell, I, I, I watched one of um, you know, like Fat Joe do his little rebuttal after shit or whatever. 
and he was talking about um how I forget the producer name, but um one of the main producers for a lot of the dipset hits, he couldn't even get in that motherfucker. He wound up getting in the shit through Fat Joe. Yeah. So it's like, well, just to say, like somebody that was a part of the the, the legacy of this group, they couldn't even get in that shit. You know what exactly because so like, that shit was so crazy, man. And it's like if 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 Dipset would have been more prepared, man. Like, them niggas would have... Listen, everybody can say what they want. And this isn't because I'm biased in this scenario, okay? But I love Dipset. If them niggas would have been organized and structured, instead of oh, yeah. just yeah, yeah, being yeah. up there, whatever, it, listen, they would have wiped was, the fucking floor. It, like... I put it like this. I I, I agree with you, but you at know, the same time, know. like they kept like when you want when you want to talk catalog, yeah. If if they would if they would have went if they would have came a little different, like I think it was the seriousness of shit. You know what I'm saying? The locks came into that shit where on some shit like they mind frame was we coming out of this shit with this, with these niggas head cut off. Yeah, like they came to perform. They came to their DJ was on point. Like everything, nigga. Like they was to the T. Like they was, like they say, proper preparation prevents poor performance, dog. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to that nigga Jay Black who do battle rap and shit. He always say that shit. You know what I'm saying? Proper preparation prevents poor performance, man. And that's that. That was the difference. That was the difference. You know what I'm saying, man? Like. Like, dog, listen, like, you know what's so crazy, and and I know it to be true, but that just go to show how much more them niggas do shows than dip, Dipset do. Yeah, because the dip, like, they I, just now getting back together. Like, they just now back right. talking and shit, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. But, you know, I, I've had the opportunity to see um the locks perform before, and, like, just like how they perform at Versus, that's how they perform for real in shows, like, they they perform on their TV tracks. It literally just be if it be the hook and just ad libs. But them boy rap, them boy really rap. You know what I'm saying? Like they they not performing off of the goddamn song and they rapping over themselves. Like you know shit, niggas ain't never go accurately rap over themselves. Cause like you gotta think about it. You sing, you singing a song you might have did ten plus years ago. Your you might not your voice might not even sound the same. You know exactly. What I'm it's going to sound like you talking over a motherfucker. And that's why that shit was fucked up. Like, yeah. some of the blame got to be on their DJ as well. Like, just like you say, not being prepared. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, listen. Some boy came in there for war. And they, they had a battle plan. Hell yeah. They executed, the they ex- they executed like, the fuck out of that. And, like, that's the standard niggas got to go in there on, man. And since we touching on like, this yeah. verse, and since we touching on, oh, no, go ahead, Bubba. Go ahead. What you was about to say? No, I was about to say, like, and, and if you think about it, like, people since then have followed suit. Like, look at the Fat Joe and Ja Rule shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit, like, that shit really, really, like, I think it put, you know, like, I always say somebody always come around every once in a while, whether it be on the rap shit or the DJ shit or life period, someone come through and set the tone and make certain niggas be like, you know what? Let me get my shit together because yeah. it's coming through. I got 
Cause it's I like, hold on, I got to hold on. I ain't gonna let this motherfucker outdo me. No, fuck that shit. I'm, I got verses coming exactly. up too. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But um, exactly, but um, you know, before we, before you know what I'm saying, cause, you know, before before we exit out this thing, before we get off this verses and before we um end this episode and shit, right? Okay, they they be having all kind of people up there, right? I'm gonna give you two verses I want to see, but I want you to give me two verses that you want to see. Okay. Who you want to see? Verse? I want to see Jay and Oz. That's one of mine. Okay, we, we'll talk about that in a want, second. And who else? Yeah, I want to. I want to see Jay and Oz, and then I want to see. Oh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Um, hmm. it's kind of hard to see. I mean, you know, it's, it, they've been talking about it for a while. I get how they want to try to match it up, but I don't really think it will work. I really, at this point, with everybody that's gone, I really don't know who the hell could, like, I think probably the closest could be this, but you know, they trying to, you know, they've been trying to push the Buster and Missy, Missy envelope for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, don't nobody want to see Missy, don't nobody want to see Buster. You know what I'm saying? But at some point, I want to see. I definitely want to see Wayne. Like I think Wayne and Buster can go head up, because like even though you know. Bust have been out since leaders of the new school, but he got a lot like the nigga crates as deep as a motherfucker. Yeah, Buster got Buster got collabs like a motherfucker. But it's the same it's the same thing with Wayne. Like yeah, Wayne got it, an like, ass of shit. You know what I'm saying? But like I would have like you know, like even though it would you know, uh, how you say it? and I know Swiston got them Tim fellas feel a certain way about that shit because even in the comments when I watched the shit um, I see people just talking about it, but I think I feel like the shit Kanye and Drake just did kind of cheated, switched them out of some paper. But hell yeah, technically, technically, them boys did a versus hell without yeah. first. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? So like, but like that, I felt like I ain't gonna lie. Like I would like to see a Jay and Kanye versus too. You know what I'm saying? Because like, yeah. but I think anything the Jay the Jay and Nas shit. We want to see. I, well, I'm gonna say from my my point of view, I want to see who's really the greatest from New York. Like fuck yeah. the fuck the blueprint and um um fucking Ethan and all that shit. Do that shit live show. Like that should have been Madison Square Garden. That should have oh, yeah, been no, Madison like, no, Square Garden. But that's so, you know no. I- in all, in all actuality, like, you know, even though it's a part of Madison Square, you know, where they did that shit with the locks, that ain't that, that wasn't the actual Madison Square. That was almost like a, you know, like how that was equivalent to like how we got the performing arts. Oh, the performing arts set up to the Coliseum. You're right. But, yeah, so, but, <clears throat> but G and Nas, that shit got to be in Madison Square. That's got to be Madison Barclay. Square. Yeah. But he, you know, you know, Jay being who he is, he probably will make him do it in the Boston. He'll make him do it in Brooklyn. But I think Nas, yeah. I think Nas wanted in a neutral site in New York, though. That's true too. Because he's from Queens. But it, 
Cause Queens ain't going to so, Queens know, ain't hearing that shit from a Brooklyn nigga. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But you know, that the only thing about that versus, I just feel like it it would need to. I know it's not gonna be no holes bar, but I know with them being at the point that they are in their life and their career, you cannot not do super ugly. You cannot not do either. Yeah, I think they, I, they I think they I think they're grown enough and they businessmen to know that's what niggas are gonna want. And I think they would right. do it. I think they would still do it, but I know they would they're not gonna feel like how they would have felt when the albums drop. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like they're in a different exactly. they're in a different mindset. So I think they're grown enough to be like, hey, they're gonna wanna hear it. And if you hear if you hear Nas do his verses and then you look over at Jay and Hova just laughing and shit, you're like, oh, yeah, them boy, them boy good. You know, it ain't going to be like niggas flying on the stage ready to clap niggas and all kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's the right, that's right, the right. that's the one versus I really want to see outside of another one. This one that I'm about to say is like personal to me because uh, that transition in music from when we was real young and that year it was about the same time because you know when we was young it was just west coast shit new york shit and then texas started coming out so we started hearing ugk and all that shit and all that shit but these when these two groups dropped it was just like holy shit like damn and it might not seem like it would fit but i feel like it would be the perfect contrast because when these niggas drop, that's when we separated ourselves musically. Like, hey, this some southern shit. We on some southern shit. Like when Outkast drop, that let us know, like, hey, we some southern niggas. Like, this is what it is. Like, this is we repping the south, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this some southern shit. Like, this ain't no play play. These niggas good rap. These niggas got on the Source Awards and was talking shit. Like, I stand with. Well, you know what I'm saying? The South got something to say. They, to they really like put put out their chest, and then they they was dope as fuck. And so when, what you saying? You talking? You, you talking Outkast and Goody Mob? I'm talking about no, 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 no. Because see, Outkast would bring them niggas with them to this fight because of who right, they would right. be up against. Because it would literally right. be the Dungeon Family versus these niggas. Okay, and so and these the only these the only niggas I see battling outcasts. I don't want to hear nobody talk about UGK, Eight Ball, MJG. No, 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 no. If you are outcast, if you yeah. ever listen to outcasts, you know, ain't no real groups out there really fucking with them niggas like this. But now you got me curious. Like, damn, who's the other? Who's the other group? It might not seem like it'll work. And you see, we've seen two of these niggas up there before. But guess what? We ain't seen all these niggas. And they got the hype right now too. If you do an Outcast versus Wu Tang versus nigga, like that shit would be fucking crazy, dog. It would be, but boy, that's a hell of a can handicap match, man. I don't know. Because you know, I'm a no. The reason why I say that, like Wu got the advantage, dog. So like, it's okay. This this is the question I gotta ask you. Who all can Wu Tang have out there? No, are they just doing Wu Tang tracks? You know it ain't going. If, if, if they're just doing Wu Tang tracks, then I can see it happening. But if 
if Ghost can pull out his bag and Ray can pull out his bag and Meth can pull it's out all, his it's bag. All, it's all Wu Tang shit. Like they got to pull, they got to pull Wu Tang shit. But Outcast can, Outcast, that's why I said it would have to be the, they got to be able to reach into the dungeon family in the attic. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, that's by part, that's a by part of them boy, the attic. You know what I'm saying? Young Bloods and them boy. Like, like. Yeah, so, so in, all, in all actuality, it would have to be, it wouldn't be an outcast versus Wu Tang. It would be a dungeon family versus Wu Tang. Yeah, it would basically be, because you know they have to bring Goody Mug. They have to bring Goody Mug. Yeah, Because as soon as they bring CeeLo out, like, that's a, that's a crowd. Like, ah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, exactly, like, exactly. Yeah, man, I ain't gonna lie, that'll be a dope ass versus. Like, you know, and who knows what you see. The only thing, man, is like, man, how do you say? I gotta honestly say, at this point, I gotta put Outcast on that Dr. Dre level. That shit, like the goddamn the Detox album, we're never gonna see that shit. It's like they done been teasing that they want to do something. You know, Big Boy definitely want to do yeah, something. Yeah, because Big Boy's still dropping, like, um, Oh, Sleepy just dropped the album. <laughs> yeah. So, like, but, so, I don't know what it would take. You know, I always feel like people got to be inspired because that's just, like, the shit Ye on right now. Like, yeah. you know, you know, Ye, it's been a couple of rough years for Ye. And yeah. it, it ain't just happened. Like, you know, I always feel like a lot of the shit that Kanye going through, that shit started when his mom died. When his mom died. Back. Like, listen, he went. When he lost his mom, that was it. We lost Jay. Yeah, like we lost Jay, man. Yeah, yeah, like you know, like the real talk, like that shit just been like it's been like a shit snowball, and that shit just been getting bigger and bigger and bigger. But boy, listen, when I tell you, in probably the past month, maybe forty five days, like he ain't he ain't never lost me as a fan. Like nah, I always looked. At, I love. I you. always looked at. I always looked at that shit like. Man, that nigga just going through some shit. Yeah, they ain't gonna understand. You got, you got to go through shit to understand another person going through shit. Yep. But when I say that nigga, his bag, he back in that bag, like he back in that fucking bag. Like I don't even know, you know. Future just brought that nigga out for Rolling Loud. Yeah. And that nigga spit that that, that nigga spit that freestyle on fucking up for Karma. Yeah. Like it's like, well, yeah. that the yeah I. I no, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, listen, like, produ- production wise, production wise, yeah, is top ten. I don't care what nobody say. Oh, yeah. Lyrically, oh, yeah. like, like, lyrically, he he might he's not, he might not be top ten, but he in my he top twenty. Up. He in my top twenty. Cause listen, Man, look, yeah, nice as fuck, I, bro. One thing I always say about yeah, and I think some people don't really understand that shit. You know. Everybody want to be the best, but see, I think with Ye, Ye been chased, like, you know how some people be chasing certain people, like, some people might be chasing Jay, some people might be chasing Nas, yeah. of love being great. Yeah. I don't even think, like, Ye been chasing them niggas, Ye was chasing, like, a Michael Jackson, Ye was chasing, yeah. like, a Quincy Jones. Like, you Ye, know? Ye is, like, like, Ye is a rock star. Like he's a black right. rock star. Like he literally is. He wants to be pop. Cause man, all the shit he de- man, we could talk about this shit forever, man. About Ye, we gonna talk <laughs> about Ye on a whole nother episode. I want to talk because I want to just talk about Ye because, 
like people because of all the fool shit he done said over the years and all kind of shit, people be like saying shit about him and everything. I'm like, listen, three fourths of the music from two thousand on, you wouldn't have if it wasn't for him. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. He's one of them niggas like you people just don't realize the work that this man has put out there. Man, you do, I'm gonna tell you, you know what fucked me up recently? Like I said, you know, we all know that they just had the free Larry Hoover concert. Yeah, and Drake. Yeah. I don't know if you watched it, but it's a part of the concert where Kanye did one of Drake's songs. I did not know that fucking Ye wrote the song for Drake. It was that, um, damn, what's the name of the song? That, that, I, I better find your loving. Yeah. I better find your Kanye wrote that shit. See? And, dog, listen, like, when the nigga, like, you know, I was watching the shit, like, because, like, when I first watched the shit, I was at work, so I couldn't even, like, get the full effect of the shit, so I watched the shit the next day. Yeah, because you, like, you was, because when I hit you, you was telling me you was watching it and shit. You was, like, trying to watch it and shit while you was at work. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, when I actually got a chance to see it in its entirety, when I, you know, the nigga start doing the song, like, the, the, the beat came on, and I'm like, damn, so this nigga about to do Drake shit? Like, damn, this is disrespectful shit. And then, you know, like, he started singing and shit, and then, hell, they even show one part where goddamn Drake was off to the side dancing and shit. And I happened to look in the comments, and that's what somebody was like, Damn, niggas don't even know, like, Kanye helped produce and wrote that song for Drake. I was like, damn, that shit makes sense. Like, even though that Drake song, like, Kanye really performed his shit because that's his shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, just to say, like, that's a little fun fact. Like, damn, like, you know, the nigga pen serious too now. Like, it's... even, you know, a lot of people done talk shit about Ye in the recent years because they say he done had a lot of writers in his writer room when yeah. he come down to search shit. But, like, oh, listen, like, man, Michael Jackson ain't wrote half this shit. You know what I'm exactly. saying? And look how great them records is. You know what I'm saying? Like, hell, Quincy Jones was, is probably one of the most legendary composers. Like, he always, like, you know, even down to Puff, Puff don't, like, Puff ain't no producer, but he's a producer. He, like, like I'm going to be real, like, like even the mad rapper D-Dot, he said that shit on an interview one time. He said, Puff might not press no buttons. But he know how to make a play. Oh yeah, put some shit together. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And, and that's the type of nigga that Quincy Jones was. You know what I'm saying. And it's the same thing with Ye. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's a great you mind, know, man. Like you, you when you go back to the beginning, like even now collectively, as I go back and listen to through his catalog, of course the core shit: college dropout, graduate, graduation, late registration, my dark twisted fantasy. All dope. Yep. The nigga kind of lost us with Yeezus, but even I can go back and listen to Yeezus and kind of appreciate that shit musically. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, but even everything after that, like, if you really, like, <clears throat> if you pay attention, if you pay attention to the production, you listen to what's really going on, you gotta see past all the antics and the bullshit. Yeah, so you could, nigga, like, there's beauty in chaos. Like, uh, you know, I tell people this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I got to say, and I'd be like, you know, my mind's a beautiful tragedy. And it's like, as right. much as much chaos that might go on in there, like, 
beautiful shit comes out of it. You know what I'm saying? Because like that's like out of chaos comes comes some light. You know what I'm saying? And that's the shit yay be on. You know, it's just motherfuckers don't see that and appreciate it. Because like you said, if you ain't been through some shit and your mind ain't been to the to the depths that down that rabbit hole like yay has, you can't appreciate the shit that he's putting out there. Because it's like for him to put that shit out there going through the shit that he going through and, and his mental state. Like, man, shit, man. That's some dope ass shit. You know what I'm saying? And I and I feel like he got one more like great album that he's probably just simmering on. Because I feel like he's getting back more to himself. Like he's being funny with people. He's fucking with people right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, these niggas think I'm crazy, right. so I'm gonna keep acting like it. But then he's gonna be like, Boom, okay, y'all laughed at my last album. Boom, here you go. You know what I'm saying? Like I Right. Man, we could talk about Ye for a long time because I love Ye. Like, I love Ye. Like, out of my personal favorites, he's one of my five favorite artists ever in life. Ever. Like, I love that nigga. Like, I love that man. You so, know what so I'm saying? Quick, quick, quick little segue not to jump off of the deep end. Top five dead alive. Like, are we. Oh, man, because see, I wanted to do this episode. I wanted to do this episode before the end of the year, right? Uh, uh, the like, right. like everybody. Cause I made a post, but then I deleted it because a lot of people didn't comment on the shit. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna redo it because I want to take everybody's top ten and put them up against each other so we can come out with a top ten dead or alive and shit, right? Right. But like, if I have to go off the top of my don't like, okay, are we just going off a of pen or are we going off for of everything performance? Album catalogs, all that shit, right? I I would definitely say it got to be everything because see, like when you start when you start separating shit, them list is gonna change. Yeah, the list gonna change. The list gonna change like a motherfucker. You know, (sighs) like hell, like my my list, like I don't even have a a, an exact accurate list. I don't either. I can't put them in a correct order. Like I definitely would say Jay Jay is in my top three. Yeah, Hove is top three. Hove is top three. But 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 one thing I could definitely say, and I know some some listeners would take offense to that shit. Biggie ain't in my top five. Biggie's Biggie's not in my Biggie nor listen. Biggie nor Park is in my top ten. I don't think they in my top ten, but they ain't in my Park in my top five. Park is isn't in my top ten. You know why? I'm gonna tell you. You want to know why? The reason why I say that about Pop, because I can honestly say, like, okay, you figure like this: it Pop died in '96. I graduated high school in 2001. Right? Can you believe? Can you believe it or not? I started listening to Jay Z. I started listening to Jay Z at during the Volume Two time. Right. But even at that time. Pop them and gone, but you know, I had to. I started listening to them. I started listening to them volume two, volume three, then the blueprint. Then I had to go back and revisit everything after the fact. But the reason why it was like that was because Pop had me so brainwashed on that East versus West shit. I was really real life on some real. I, I don't listen to nobody from New York. The only people I had listened to from New York at that time in the height of Big E and Pop Beef 
was maybe like Busta or Wu-Tang. But like back then, I didn't really listen to like G and Nas and Mob Deep. Like that was a lot of shit that I had revealed that I had to grow into and then and eventually start revisiting some of the older shit based on the fact that I rolled with pop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the reason why I say the, the fact that that nigga was able to influence me not liking a, a coast based on the shit that he was saying, whether it was true or false. Yeah, or that's a, that's a big influence. Like so that, that would make you, that would sway you to have him up there because it's like, he put an imprint on you so heavy that you was like, man, fuck them niggas. <laughs> like, word, word. But, but as I grew older and, you know, my appreciation of music got wider. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, like, like, Jay, like, like, Jay, one thing about Jay, like, Jay just, Jay just different. Like, you know, I feel like 20 years from now, Niggas will still be talking about Pac and G. I mean, Pac and, and Biggie, but they'll put. I always feel like when the conversation come up about the best rapper alive and greatest rapper and all that type of shit, Jay people give Jay's pop props, but Jay shit always gets shadowed by what Pac and Biggie did. Yeah, and like, like I said, and even though, like, I always look at it like this. I judge the whole catalog, but that the part of the catalog that makes the sense is what he did before he died. And pop catalogs just hold more weight than Biggie did. And I mean, I know Biggie started. I ain't gonna say he started late, but he didn't really have a lot of material. Yeah, he ain't had a he ain't had a lot of material out there. Right now, granted, Ready to Die, great album, Life After Death, great album. But it just that was that it. Shit don't put that was it. That was it. Like, and that shit just for me. That shit just don't. That shit don't really equate to. It don't. That's why. I, that's why people got to realize. That's why Hove passed Biggie because he only got this out there. You know what I'm saying? So you, if you put it up against other people's shit, like you said, up against even Pac's catalog, Pac got way more shit out that bitch. You know what I'm saying? And I'm talking about before right. he died. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's like that's where you got to you got you got to stop it. You know what I'm saying? But honestly, right? Like I don't hate on pop because like if I'm like mad and shit, like and I'm like in a mood, like I'm like fuck it. There's some pop songs that I play that I have to listen to. Right. I got love for pop, but I feel hey. like this is this is my thing. I feel like pop was more of a poet. And I feel like he was more of an actor because I don't feel like he really was on what he had to be on once Suge got him out of jail. I really oh, feel no, like was, Pac would have been different. It was a facade. Like, I really feel like it. Yeah, like, I feel some like... Because Pac was a deep-ass nigga, man. And that's why... I appreciate the ph- philosopher Pac more than the rapper. So that's why I don't have Pac in, like, in my top 10 and shit. You know? But you know what? We're going to hold off on that. Because you know what? We gonna, when, we, when I do do that episode, I'm going to have you and somebody else. Because I don't want to have like a whole bunch of people. And when a whole bunch of people start talking, mm, excuse me, like, you know, that people be talking over people and everything and shit. 
Like, so it get kind of crazy. Right. But I think I'm going to do like a right. two-part thing. Like, I'm going to have you and somebody else, and then on the other episode, I'm going to have somebody else and somebody else. You know what I'm saying? And then well, I'm going to put those two episodes idea. together and, like, come up with one list. You know what I'm saying? Because hey, there's yeah. no greater mind or appreciation – a person who has got a deeper appreciation for music, like I said before, than the DJ, because he's an artist right. when he pl- makes his list and keeps the party going and shit. That's a gift, you know what I'm saying? So we gonna we gonna hold off on that convo because we gonna be here another whole hour, two hours talking about that shit. You know what I'm saying? But um, man, listen, yeah, dog. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, we at one forty five now. You know what I'm saying? So um, man, that's a that's a good spot to clip it at, man. But before we go, man, you got anything to tell people out there, man? Anything you want to get off get off before we go? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Shit, you know, like, once again, like I said before, man, like, I've been, I feel like I've been blessed with a great career and it's so much, like, my ceiling ain't, my ceiling ain't, I, I haven't reached my ceiling yet. I haven't reached the top of the ceiling, you know. A lot more ground to get to, a lot more shit to accomplish, you know what I'm saying? Definitely a blessing to be a part of what I've experienced in my life, and I'm thankful for everybody that's been a part of my journey, you know what I'm saying? And main thing is, shit, got to keep it pushing, you know? Always say, goddamn, shit, I'm going to do what I got to do and stay out the way, you know what I'm saying? Niggas just trying to live, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Trying to trying to build a legacy, something to leave behind. So shit, in the in the time of my demise, hell, it could be somebody out here having a conversation like we having a conversation about everybody else, you know? Hell yeah, because it's all because that's the one guarantee, man. We all gonna leave here, you know what I'm saying? It's just what you did while you was here that's gonna matter, you know? Exactly, exactly. Hell yeah, man! But again, family. I appreciate you coming on the show, my dog. You know, love you and shit, man. And, you know, you're a big part of this show, whether you know it or not, because, you know, every episode, you at the end of every episode, whether you on the show or not, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's a that's a big, you know, because I came to you, I was just like, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you could, do a, you could do a drop for me and shit. Then you drop the ass of drops. I ain't even use all them shit yet, you know what I'm saying? So, man, like. Right, right. You know, so you like are. I you, man, but it, but you, whatever I can do to make your job easier, man. Shit, I just want to. How you say? I just want to see a nigga win, man. Like somebody got to do it. You know, like yeah, man. I, shit. I appreciate it, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, you a big part of this damn platform right here. You know, and it's like whenever I do the hashtags and I push it out there, you a part of that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's a, that's a big thing to me, man. I appreciate the shit you've done for me, and anything that you're ever gonna do for me, and everything you've ever done for me, man. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you know, they say give people your flowers, but you know what I'm saying, man. Fuck all that shit, man. Fucking love you, dog. You know what I'm saying? And uh, like You know, everybody listening, I appreciate y'all listening. You know, we got over a thousand downloads and listens and shit. That's a big deal right there. You know what I'm saying? And there's more content to come. Um, follow the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, 
um, Good Pods, wherever you listen, Amazon, wherever you listen to your own podcast, man, follow the show and subscribe to the YouTube channel, The Wonderful World of Mr. Rosser, hashtag WWMR, hashtag We Gonna Talk. And until next time, y'all, we out. You already know what it is. Like type B on the end of the Marvel goddamn movies. The ambassador of the trap will return to the wonderful world of Mr. Ross. Yeah, yeah. episode of the wonderful world of mr rosser make sure you follow us on facebook and all the other social media platforms log in and listen to us live on apple podcast spotify and podbean the wonderful world of mr rosser the podcast for real life for the people to keep up with new episodes and upcoming special guests make sure you follow the page on facebook the wonderful world of mr rosser and don't forget to like subscribe and hit the share button